sparked my inner, my natural inner conspiracist. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah, I mean, I, oh, yeah. I love a cult. I love a conspiracy. <laughs> I love the idea that subliminal messages are being played to us because yeah. that makes perfect sense. Of course the government's controlling us by our tastes and things. Of course someone is sitting in a room somewhere deciding what we think is cool. Yeah. That's why, and especially there's a scene later on in the movie where they have the uh, pre-taped film, like, of them, of the two characters yeah, being killed. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. they're, like, playing it on the uh, the uh, the TV for them. I'm like, oh, that definitely happened somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> they definitely decide yeah, yeah. who's going to die, and they have stuff pre-filmed, <laughs> pre-ready to go. You're so right. Just scary. Yeah. Scary, scary, scary. Okay, guys. But, and also, um... Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, say it, say it. You go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say for the people that listened to our last episode, They Live, This the movie, didn't you find, like, connections? Yeah, so... On the conspiracy no, stuff? And, like, government. So our last movie we did was called They Live, and it's kind of about this guy in the 80s who he finds these glasses and he puts them on, and then he realizes that some people are aliens, and basically everything in the in the world is like not what we actually see it. Like once he puts the glasses on, magazines will say like, "Oh, reproduce, consume," oh, just nice. like very simple okay. like commands, and that's what the whole world is like telling us. So yes, definitely. I know that movie came first, but I feel like they watched Josie and the Pussycats, and they were yeah. inspired. By that. That's the order of how it went. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's how it went down. This, okay, sorry. Continue. We yeah, I was just gonna introduce us. So <laughs> welcome back to the show, oh. <laughs> girls. Interrupted. I'm 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 Annie. I'm Shannon. <laughs> you can be Annie if you want. I'm, I'm Shannon. Shan- oh, you're cutting out a today. little bit. Oh no, I'm Annie. <laughs> okay, oh, I'm no. Shannon. That's Annie. We have a special guest, our first girl to uh, come on the show to be interrupted. Um, my friend November. Um, <laughs> Let me brag. Yay! Okay, she's a oh my model, uh, international superstar. Um, she slept on the beach in South America. Banned <laughs> in one country. Huh? What? Which, which country? Oh, that's amazing. We want to know in more. Iceland. Okay, okay. Um, she's been a Dutch goddess for a little bit. Oh my she gosh. lived in, in Holland for a little bit. Um, and just ready oh, to, cool. know, to, you know, stunt on any person. Who, you know, she's ready. She's ready to put her foot on your neck. Okay? So, that's November. That's what you're going to hear. <laughs> Hi. Hey. So excited to Yay. be here. Welcome. 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 Icelandic princess. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, have you taken over Iceland, too? That's where I'm banned. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did you just say? Did you just say Icelandic? Did I make that up? Yeah, no, no, no. I did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. You heard it. What did you do in Iceland? They're like the nicest people ever. So, no, it was so weird. Oh, it's real. Okay. <laughs> it's real. Ooh, tell it us. It was so weird because I, um, I was living in Amsterdam, well, Rotterdam, like 45 minutes from Amsterdam. I was living there for maybe like a year and a half, and I had a social security number, a BSN. Um, mm-hmm. which is the European social. And I, they made me check my bag at the last minute. And I never check a bag. I was in Europe for over a year, and I had a carry-on bag and a backpack. Like, I'm not wow, going to check impressive. it. <laughs> wow. So, I can't. <laughs> so they made me check my bag at the last minute, and then I get to <laughs> customs, and 
she was like, how long have you been here? And I should have just like listened to my instinct and like, oh, just a couple of weeks, you know, I'm just mm-hmm. a regular tourist. But I was like, oh, a year, like over a year. Oh, no. And she was like, and where's your paperwork for that? Ooh, and I was like, oh, that. I have my BSN. I have this. And I look down and my checked bag is somewhere else. No. And I'm like, no, oh, no. you know, I do have it. And so they were going to find me and have me arrested and stuff. But arrested? I have like an email. Oh, my God. Yeah, for overstaying your visa, you can be hit like with heavy fines and they can arrest you depending on the day they're having. But I had an email from like a government building about my appointment. And... Um, it just, as long as the name matched the passport and they saw that it was from the government. So they're like, well, we can't, by this email, confirming the appointment. We can't see that you actually have a BSN and they gave it to you, but we're just going to ban you for like a year. No. <laughs> and so what? if you try to come back, you will be arrested. And I was like, well, what if I go back to the Netherlands where my BSN was issued? And she's like, it depends on them. We can't say. But you come back to Europe, (laughs) you could be arrested within the year. International gangster. (laughs) We appreciate you coming in today. (laughs) Yes. That's my little spiel. (laughs) What a thrilling life. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. So the the movie we're doing today is Josie and the Pussycats, which I have always loved, even as a kid. When did this come out? This came out in... 2001. 2001. Okay, so I was a ripe 10. Um... (laughs) I loved every second. Like, even as a kid, um, I understood that it was, like, kind of uh, a parody. Yeah. I don't don't know if it was a parody, but it's, like, very self-aware and, like, making fun of consumerism in a way that the comics never did. Like, that was totally someone else's idea. That had nothing Mm -hmm. to do with the comics, did it? Yeah, no, because they were going to go with an idea from the comics. Yeah. And they kind of took... Or made a play off of what was happening at the time. Yeah. Because they could have just which, made... Which was really smart. Yeah, they mm-hmm. could have just made, like... Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't Probably watch... Probably a Riverdale. really bad movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was weird. supposed to be, like, Josie and the Pussycats in space or something oh, like that. It was, like, supposed I to be a space it. theme. The Riverdale series, like, these these things that are coming from it are actually weird. Like, it seems mm-hmm. like they never just do the normal thing. Besides, like, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the uh, the... The, with Melissa Joan Hart. Like, that one seems pretty straightforward, but, like, the Archie one, the Riverdale one, the, that series on Net- Netflix, where is it yeah. from? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, that one is, like, dark, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, the, yeah. the new Sabrina is very dark, so it's mm-hmm. weird how they never just want to do the normal thing. It worked for Melissa. <laughs> but I'm glad they took a risk here, though, with Josie, because, yeah. yeah. It definitely paid oh, off. Oh, yeah. I think, I don't know if and it did still so. I can't believe that. No, no, it didn't do well at all. It like, says you know. it was a box office bomb, yeah. uh, but it's, really? it's later enjoyed success as a cult film. I yeah. want to see this, like, pushed more because the intelligence behind the movie is, like, so strong and yeah. it really comes through and it's still, there's still so much that resonates today. Hello. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so let's see. So it came out in 2001, directed and written by Harry Elfont and Deborah uh, Kaplan, um, based on the comics, of course, starring Rachel Lee Cook, Tara Reid, Rosario Dawson, Alan Cumming, Gabrielle Mann, uh, Parker Posey, which I fucking love. Every Parker moment she was she awesome. <laughs> she what's was... that? What's that scary movie? She's. What's not scary, but it's like her, and she's like it's like incestual. It's like what? iconic. Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, uh, oh, it's on the 
heads. Not cone heads. No. <laughs> cone heads. <laughs> okay, when are we doing cone heads? That's another oh, question. Oh my god, yeah, we need to add that to the list. Oh, come on, it's not on here? I have never heard of this movie you're talking about. No, 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 it was, um... no, 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 Because that also, is that also Melissa Joan Hart or no? Is it this one? The House of Yes? I can edit, don't worry. But um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the House of Yes. You think it's another House one? Yes. So there's like a ha- there's like a movie where she's really really rich, and there's something weird going on with her brother, and they're like incestual. Fucking? This is totally it. Yes, with Freddie Prince Jr. This is it. With Rachel Lee ah. Cook. Rachel Lee Cook is in it too. Okay. I wonder if that was like around the same time. Actually, you know what else I noticed was um, that that Turk from Scrubs and uh, that one guy. <laughs> Let me find his name. Who you know? Okay, you know Dijor. Yes. Okay, so you know how there were three members that we knew, and then that other guy I don't know him. It's Seth yeah. Green. <laughs> it's Seth Green. It's Donald Faison, and I guess maybe it's Breckin Meyer. Yes, yeah. Breckin Meyer. Okay, so Donald Faison and Breckin Meyer have been in so many movies together. They were in Clueless. They were in Can't Hardly Wait, which so was a uh, Seth Green with a with an incredible black scent, like the only one that I'm ready to <laughs> to acknowledge. <laughs> no, Seth Green is awesome. Like, okay. We were talking about earlier today who we're going to save in the race war. I'm saving Seth Green. I have to. <laughs> anyway, back to the movie. So, yeah, it came out in 2001. Um, <laughs> the budget was $39 million, only had a return of $14.9 million. And you can see. Oh, ouch. They ouch. spent that money. You can see that they spent the money. Yeah. And really well. The, the set design, the costume yeah. design, the makeup. The only thing that didn't age well was the skinny eyebrows, honestly. And they still, I mean, they look good on her, but that's the only thing that, like, isn't really relevant to do. True, yeah. (laughs) Rosario's were perfect. Like, they were (laughs) the good bush. Love it. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) And Rotten Tomatoes gives this a 53%. 53? Yeah. Hmm. And Metacritic gives it a 47%. I just don't... What is... I don't understand where. Do you want me to look up why? Well, let's see on Rotten Tomatoes what the audience gave it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Mm. What is they? What do they say? What do the non white people speak? White male critics. Let the people say? speak. <laughs> but sometimes they don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Josie and the Pussycat. Oh, right there. Um, okay, thank you. I've had a lot of wine today, guys. I'm doing my best. We're here. Fifty-three <laughs> percent for the tomato meter. I don't see any. Okay, oh, audience score is lower, 52. Oh, 52, okay. okay what? So we both kind of felt the same. Let me give my little thing. Okay, this exhumes the corpse of a long-forgotten old Archie's cartoon. But someone said, what a classic. And then it gave it a splat. So, so people are just uh, fucking stupid. The sour notes are all dumbed down. There's not even any funny things that I could really... Blah, 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 blah. Okay, you hate it. Whatever. So, but everyone just looks so pretty everyone in this movie. Yeah. They really yeah. look good. It was and, really well done. It was, yeah, and we were wrapping it, it up. It was clever. Mm-hmm. We were wrapping it up together, and I was like, uh, the manager's kind of hot. I have feelings for him. I, I want to know more about him. 
I want to know more. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, oh, God, Shannon. Do you remember the first time you saw this movie? Do you remember, like, how old you were? Like, your first impressions as a kid? Um, uh, I mean, I loved it instantly. Yeah, I've never yeah. not liked it or understood why. Um, November was actually saying that this film was marketed for 10-year-olds? What did you it, say? Yeah, it was marketed to kids. So, like, they made really? the movie not realizing who it would be marketed to afterwards. Yeah. So, it wasn't until, like, they saw the marketing material that they say, that they say like, oh, this is going to go to, like, 10-year-olds and teens. Why? And not the audience that is going to, yeah. like, understand it and get it, you know? And I think that's where they failed. And they know that. Yeah, they stopped yeah. making movies yeah. for a while after that. What company is that? Um, this was just the duo. The Oh, those two people. Yeah, okay, yeah. They so they I think they made a movie together before and they never made a movie again after. No, but you yeah. did so good. <laughs> did so good. I'm so sorry. They were like, I can't. So yeah. I just why didn't they like market it towards like the MTV age group, like the late teens, early teens? Because yeah. that's there's so many MTV references in it. I mean I'm, I'm sure they gave it a little bit, but But you have to think too, like it's such a parody of well, itself. So you don't kinda wanna sell out like that's kind of like okay so we kind of make fun of this thing and then we kind of use it to promote it which if they were smarter or thinking in that way they would have yeah but this is also like you shoot this thing and you give it to the company and they market it to who they feel like is gonna you know slash do you remember like disney and nickelodeon would really sell like kind of a little bit older material to us like little Ten-year-olds. Yeah, like Boy Meets World. Like show, like show. Yeah, like yeah. more mature themes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that was usual for them to do back. Yeah, then. right. Yeah. Sidebar: Boy Meets World had a lot of special episodes. Like Sean joined a cult. I think he also like saved someone from their their dad was hitting them. And oh, the weirdest part when they went to college. Um, Corey's actual brother in real life, uh, the one from Neverending Story, he um, he played a college professor, and he like harassed Topanga. There was a lot going oh, on. Oh yeah, that show got dark. But yeah, I feel like they like bought that from ABC, <laughs> and then they played it on Disney, and then they took it off once they rebranded as like for younger kids. Yeah, but. Yeah, yeah, we used to go older. I mean, Lizzie McGuire bought a bra on... on, <laughs> on I feel like that, yeah. Like, I'm, nowadays, kids shows really dumb it down because they're like, this is for kids, this yeah. is for kids. But yeah. everything yeah. is like that. Everything in general is a little dumb down. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. True. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And the kids are still bad yeah. out here. Okay, let's get into the oh. news. Did you have any first impressions you want to talk about before we go in? Um, yeah. yeah, so I'll this kind of um, reminded me in a way of, like, the first time I saw Death Becomes Her. Wow. Or even, like, Devil Can't Wears be. Prada. Can't you know, be. to where, like, it's so aware of itself. It's so well done and funny in its own way. And it's not like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> it's just like, yeah. we want you to take this trip with us, you know. Yes. So that was kind of my first impression. Like, I was drawn to it the same way, you know, Death Becomes Her was on repeat in my bedroom. So was this. I know all the songs word for word. Shannon had to sit there. Yeah, my she was, I was like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I only know the first one, so the first song. Yeah, same. Three small words, but she knew all of them. I was like, okay, go off. Um, so, November's going to be back for our Death Becomes Her episode, I'm guessing. Um, 
Can I confess? I've never seen that. I don't think you've never oh seen. And you're a Meryl Streep. You Stan. love Meryl Streep. She's a Meryl Streep. She okay. was in Meryl Streep was like in her bag. In her moment. bag. Like she was in her bag. This movie. I just think. You know, Bruce Willis, you don't expect him to be in... This was before you went crazy, I and think. who's the other woman? Um, Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. Come on, we got some heavy hitters. Oh, I love Goldie Hawn. Yeah, you Are got you some sure heavy you hitters. Yeah, I don't know how... I feel like I like maybe walked in on my mom watching it once. It's like, that... You know little, the, do, do you know the plot? It. Do you know the plot? They're dead, right? They keep getting plastic surgery or something. No, they find this, this like... um potion that keeps you young uh-huh. so they want to oh. yeah so they they're they're like are they witches then? They're, they're like hollywood starlets that are just a oh, little okay. bit past their prime and there's this elixir that kind of makes you look younger but they don't know that uh it keeps you alive and so you know one person has the elixir and comes to kind of show off and gets killed by the other one i'm not going to ruin it for you because i want ah! you to see it uh, and the other one doesn't die. So this is how they found out. Like, bitch, you're supposed to be dead. <laughs> like, what happened? You already done had yours. <laughs> she done had hers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I should watch this. You I have to watch it. Especially okay. if you love Meryl Streep, you she, love Goldie Oh, she'll love it. I've only I'll seen have it, like, to twice, come back for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good one. And obviously, I, I remember the wrong thing. So... Let's get in. We have we're starting off. We're starting off with du jour, which is like the perfect name because it's like of the day. Yes. So like they're of the day. Yeah. Um, and that backdoor song. Done. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> oh my god, we're back again. Yes, yes. So there like watching that again after all these years, that song kind of took me by surprise because I knew like I would sing the words out loud. I'm like, oh, that's not right? oh my god. <laughs> I love it. We love... Maybe we should give higher on the queer points since they're, like, making this gay anthem. Oh, queer, I gave it a seven. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I That's definitely... <laughs> Seth Green killing every Seth move Green that he... killed it. And, like, he's tiny, but secretly he's 6'5". Like, if that makes sense. <laughs> he's got big yeah. energy. BDE, if he's I've ever seen He's got big height it. energy to me. <laughs> what's, what's, what, what is that? BDE? That's, Were you under a rock? Dick before, energy. Uh, whenever that was going yeah, on. Yeah, I do live under a rock. That was like Me too. I'm like, like, I'm just learning it, so I was happy to say uh, it. I'm okay. like excited. By the time that like big companies are tweeting about it, I'm like, oh my god, this, t- uh, this Twitter slang is just too much. So BDE... <laughs> All relates back to that one picture of uh, Ariana Grande with the huge hoodie on, and she has like a lollipop, and she's looking at um, that that skinny guy from SNL. PG, she, PG yes, and like she's looking at him with like a lollipop or whatever, and then somebody's like, "He's got big dick energy," and so that went like wild. Oh, oh, so that's what BDE. BDE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. BDE. They said BBE, or you know, like Bebe. Which is also, oh, is it Bebe or Bebe? Gotcha. I'm poor, I don't know. <laughs> Bebe. Bebe. Is it Bebe or Bebe? Uh, oh, you mean like Bebe. Okay, I yeah, want yeah. to say it's Bebe, that's what I've been movie. calling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like realistically it's Bebe. Bebe. We got Donald Faison <laughs> in Du Jour. This scene is so funny. Like, Okay, so they're like doing this <clears throat> um, boy band parody. And then they have... 
See, do you even know the other guy? His name's Alexander Martin of Dijor, the one who's not Breckenmeyer, Seth Green, or, or Donald Faison. Do you know him? The one that actually has a line at the end. He barely has lines until the end, which I'm wondering. And at the yeah. and at the end, there the three of them are in cast. So I'm like, were they busy that day? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he doesn't have a clickable name on, on Wikipedia. Maybe they were too expensive. I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah, I would say okay. Yeah, I could see that. They're like, we didn't already spend you know thirty nine I mean? million. Yeah, so y'all. Were yeah, yes, that's so funny. I think that's what happened. So yeah, so we've got the <laughs> the boys we know, and then Alexander Martin, who did great, like he did a good job. Um, and then they he get on, they get onto this airplane covered in like Target stuff and product placement everywhere. Which I wonder, like, what's the legality of that? Are they like, we're gonna make a movie? We're gonna also gonna make fun of your branding, but we're gonna use your actual brand because they didn't make up a brand; they used brands we really know yeah, right yeah they used it yeah well th- that's actually like that's how snl is allowed to like use the logos and stuff because if you're doing a parody it's allowed so yeah was a why are parodies part allowed of why they wanted to do this too oh because if it's, i don't know that's i guess because it's not like you're not i don't know like you're making fun of it you're not like trying to resell it in some okay, form or fashion does yeah. that make sense yeah that makes i guess sense. so yeah this, I don't know. I still want a Big Mac, so. But all I know is I want a Big Mac. <laughs> You're a vegetarian. Oh my god! All the Target stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, they, they had everything. They had everything. This okay, is so yeah, the boys so are fun. fighting. They're pissed. It's very much like the scene in um, Almost Famous, but you know it's like funny. Yes. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> they're fighting, um, and. Wyatt spanks them on the hand or whatever to get them in check. And basically what what it comes down to, although I do like when they're like, du jour means family, du jour means blah, blah, blah. Um, basically what it comes down to is that the guys are like, hey, we noticed this weird thing on our, uh, on our track. Um, we noticed this weird voice. We don't know what it is. And so Wyatt's like, oh, I'll go find that out. And then he goes to the, the, the pilot's room and he's like, I wish I remember what he said, but he's like, we gotta go. So they uh, jump out of the plane, and the the plane crashes, we assume, and they're like, okay, well, we gotta find a new band now. So basically, they're just, like, looking for a band to control and don't ask any questions. This is the premise of what we're getting. And they land in Riverdale. Oh, nice. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah, you forgot? (laughs) They land in Riverdale. And, um... Then we get we get three small words. We get three small words, an iconic bop that will never stop. Three small words. Three <laughs> tiny words that you need to say. They were too late, too late, far too late. So they're like, and it's like also a montage. We get like a music montage, and um, uh, we get a lot. Love, of, it's so like on point for the era too. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. We get so many good montages. They don't really do that anymore, do they? They're never done no, well no, anymore. No, not anymore. Because, like, people don't buy soundtracks anymore. That's true. Do you realize you know, that? I, I, that's what I make my Spotify playlist out of, though. Like, I'll, that's, I like to find my music on movie soundtracks. But, like, well, not, but not, like, original soundtracks, like, just for the movie. I see. Except for, like, uh, Black Panther did, I guess. But, like, it's, it's rare that music is just for the movie. True. That mm-hmm. That's a good that point. Unless it's, like, a musical, like... But, there, I mean, you can also say, too, that um, we aren't seeing a lot about, like, you know, Josie and the Pussycats as a band, so they deserve a soundtrack of this band, which yeah. is kind of like their album that is played through the movie. Uh, 
But I could see like Elton John, the one that's about to be released, like having a soundtrack for that. But I think if it's if it's a band, it deserves a soundtrack. Like, okay, I'm at the to end of another. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just love the soundtracks. Oh, the Rugrats movie soundtrack? That was When Maya so went off. Like, <laughs> yeah. Take me there. Amazing. I want to go there. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Dun, 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 dun. I won't do it. Um, so, so good. The, yeah, they abandoned the plane. Okay, three small words. Montage. They And they be like, wake up from the dream. Okay, they're at a bowling alley gig. And then they meet, like, they have these town bullies who are there and make fun of them and stuff like that. <laughs> All right, and so then there's this boy that she likes. I don't remember really remember him from the. Didn't they like? Didn't they all like Archie in the comics? Archie was I feel like yeah, low key a hoe. Archie had. <laughs> I feel like he had. Here's a thought. No, he was a fuck boy. Sabrina always boy. had Harvey, right? Sabrina always had Harvey. Right. I think so. My earliest I didn't really read Sabrina comics. I just know the cartoon first and Harvey was there definitely. Um yeah, Betty and Veronica were fighting over him and now and Josie too, I'm pretty sure. Was Valerie ever fighting over him? Come on, two and you can't do the same band like <laughs> He would try. That's would ultimate try. fuck boy. I feel like um, Melody was like with Jughead or something. I I remember her with other and someone else. I just don't remember. Okay, so yeah, then there's a boy that she likes. They've got this teen talk, you know, like they're friends, and it's like, do you ever like want to say something to somebody? Oh yeah, you should just you should just say it. And then he's he's like, <laughs> ah, there's this guy in my work who smells so bad. So like, of course you you get like the little hint that like. Josie wants him to tell her that she like that he likes her or something. Just commit. Show yeah. up and <laughs> speak your truth. So he's like painted as the the love guy. And I like how they don't re- like this love story doesn't isn't really a big part of the movie. It's more like about friendship. Yeah. I, yeah. Exactly. We always love. Okay, so then we meet the hot manager who's on the queer spectrum. Me and November have decided <laughs> we want more backstory. We want to Okay. Know. Because the girl that's also there, she's interested in Alan M, the guy, the other guy. Um, so, yeah, they're uh, talking in the kitchen, and he didn't go to their uh, gig, their bowling alley gig, because he was in line for du jour tickets. Um, <laughs> that cool girl, is she cool? I don't know, but she has cool pants on, cool, like, pink snake pants. This is the girl who is, like, the, the one with the dyed hair in the front. Okay. The highlighted here. Oh, what's her name? Val- what is her name? No, Valerie's no, no, no. Rosario. No, no, no. That Valerie's in... Yeah, that's Rosario. Dawson. What's her name? Missy Pyle. Her name's Missy Pyle. That's a weird... It's Missy? Missy Pyle is her real name, and she's in The Artist, Galaxy Quest, Dodgeball, Big Fish, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Um, yeah, she's she was really funny in this. And a lot of her... Wait, but what's the character's name? It's Missy? No. Oh, Alexander Cabot, which is a Law and Order uh, DA, but we're, oh, okay. we let it slide. <laughs> Even though that show was first, maybe that was a purpose. I don't know. Okay, so la di da. Then oh, the kitchen. The kitchen was really cool. It had like these geo like circles like inside of each other. Oh my god! Yeah, the, their house was really cute. The set design was here. The set the set design was like on point. It was yes. very so makeup good. is great. Mm-hmm. I love everything. Um. Uh, Josie's, not Josie, uh, Tara Reed's hair is really cute here because it's mm-hmm. like straight, but then she has these swirls like in it. 
these like circles with her yeah. hair. It's like, how do they do that? Tara Reid was so pretty in this, but yeah. So we have the MTV News. <laughs> <laughs> she plays the um, not the straight man, but the who's the, what's what's the not straight man? Let's say the fool. The fool that works. Okay, so like she's like a, Shakespearean, you know, like I mean, like she's the fool, and then Mel, right? Val yeah, but that was also Amanda Seyfried's character in Mean Girls. Yeah, like I could True. like imagine Dumb, Tara Reid as Dumb. Amanda Seyfried and me Tara as Karen. Walked, so Amanda Seyfried. Right. Could run. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> She's so cute in this. Okay, so then we get like yeah. MTV News and DuJour has disappeared. RIP 2000 to 2001. So they've only done this one year and they've, they've yeah, they've disappeared. Um, and now we have a branding montage. What was that, Shannon? Branding montage. Okay, so like they're at the, the mall, I guess. And like there's this, this group of girls coming in and they're like, pink is the new red. And then Wyatt, like, has the the head guy play this um, du jour CD. And he's like, this is the last CD ever. and Or song or whatever. And then it, then everyone's like, oh, my God, orange is a new pink and blah, blah, blah. Was that a Legally Blonde pref- pre-reference? Is that what Legally Blonde was referencing? Because you remember in Legally Blonde, she's like, whoever said orange is a new pink was seriously disturbed. <laughs> I like that. That's really funny. You, like, where'd they get that from? I, I fashion mag. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. All right. I, 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 but that could make sense. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That could because, make sense. Yeah, In our world, out. we can say that it's mm-hmm. referring to mm-hmm. because they were a couple like years that. apart. I wonder if they shared writers or something. Okay, so Wyatt is talking to a goth, and she's like, "Oh my god, it's all consumerism," and they just follow whatever, and then. <laughs> He leads her to being kidnapped. I don't know what they do. We that was is, a little extreme. is there a callback to that? Is she there later? I don't think so. Okay, so they just what did they do to her? <laughs> Where have all the they goths gone? All the goth girlfriends are missing. <laughs> um, <laughs> they kidnap her. Fiona calls, and Parker Posey says to get a band now because the band they had is gone. Um, and then we get Pussycats Unplugged, and they're playing outside of <laughs> the Best Buy or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> um, Pussycats Unplugged. And then police violence because then they call the cops on them. And um, they are running away. And this is, a really, this is really clever. Okay, so they're running away. Um, Wyatt... Wyatt says, you know, I need to get a new band. Where am I going to find a new band? They're not just going to fall from the sky. I think he says something like that. They always do that. And um, the girls are running from the police, of course, because it's fuck 12. (laughs) And they, like, pause in front of his car. And then he, like, holds up the CD to them, the blank CD. He's looking at them, like, in a square. And then, like, this big sign goes behind them that says, number one band in America. (laughs) And... Love it. Yes. So that's how A Star is Born. This is a better A Star is Born. This is what it should have been. It is. Ooh, agreed. <laughs> agreed. So they get a record contract without ever playing anything. And let's see here. At first, They go to, like, the bathroom to, like, discuss it. They're like, should we do this? Should we not? And they decide yes. They sign it. And she brings along the, the guy, Alan M., she brings him along, and now they're on the PJ, the private jet. Where are they going? I don't know. Um, the, the PJ. The PJ, and then, yeah, 
what is it? A stepped above the PJ. <laughs> um, and they 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 say like you know we're gonna they say you know like everything that we have like I we're gonna be friends first before they the like band. talk about yeah, yeah the, their bus passes or something right oh yeah they all take a picture I swear on my bus pass, pass. yeah yeah we'll always be friends first which is <laughs> know what they all say in all these kind of movies I feel like you know they did this in Glitter too Glitter could have taken notes from the pacing of this movie <laughs> hello this was Destiny's Child yeah well. Beyonce is Josie. Beyonce is Josie. She also yeah. auditioned to be Val. That was on one of the lists. Excuse me. Yeah, <gasps> we'll get into that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, her. So what? Beyonce, Left Eye, and what? Aaliyah auditioned <gasps> to be Val. And That's weird about Aaliyah. Are you kidding me? That's weird about Left Eye yeah, because they both they died. They both died and cried. And so this is why I say this set oh off my, my conspiracy theory inside because it, Aaliyah died in what, 2001 or something? Uh, yeah. Yeah, 2001. This movie came out in 2001. That I'm trash, sorry, I'm losing composure. No, this is this is why I feel like, no, this was very like, it really hit me when, especially when I saw that, because I was just looking up like facts on Josie and the Pussycats and it was like, oh, five things you didn't know. And they're like, Beyonce, Left Eye and Aaliyah auditioned for this and I'm like okay and both died and I remember watching the Aaliyah crash and thinking like nope this is like they did with DuJour. I don't <laughs> like this oh information. It was God. so crazy yeah. yeah but I'm just thinking like, Also I don't like that they passed over Beyonce. I, I, Hello. I, <laughs> I, I love Rosario Dawson in this role but wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think I like the choice of choosing an actor rather than a musician because this is like a that's parody. Fair. Yeah. And I feel like that would have been kind of distracting, maybe. That's right. Fair. That's fair. That's musician fair. And Val is such like a side character, you know? Yeah. She's not even really that's a full true. on sidekick. Yeah. And then, She's yeah, almost. Beyonce like, would need to be Josie. If yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of like a comedy. Yeah. So, like, there are all those people you just named are like kind of too cool. <laughs> like, yeah. too edgy. Mm-hmm. That's really eerie though about the yeah the two crashes that is weird Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they said you know why do so many they say later you know like why do you think so many celebrities die of airplane crashes (gasps) this is weird Mm -hmm. this is weird Ah! (laughs) oh my god okay i don't know how to okay i'm going all right (laughs) that's so get at they're getting off how to carry on they're getting off the private jet and then like (laughs) jay-z also dated rosario dawson the levels here (laughs) he did yeah what i did not know that yeah i'll go on um then they have the makeover scene which is really cute, but they're, they're, yeah, they are terrible clients because they will not sit still. They're just, like, dancing. <laughs> they're, like, cutting clothes. Is that a thing? Like, do you really, like, cut up designer clothes? I don't know. It's just, like, fabric. They're just cutting fabric to make their little, those little halter tops that are, like, Tara Reed keeps wearing them. It's, like, a handkerchief with, like, chains in the back. It's it. basically a handkerchief. Yes. Yeah. Pretty, much, pretty much. Okay, and so now there's a big billboard with the Pussycats, and Josie's huge, and the other two Pussycats are like, they're kind of like obscured even, almost by her, her by her. Um, and then, yeah. And then Valerie's like kind of taking it in like, okay, bitch, why? She's like internally processing, and um, the limo almost leaves her <laughs> while she's like, <laughs> 
Yeah, they're like, yeah. Oh, Valerie, sorry, I didn't see you. We're left. <laughs> and then, like, okay, so Wyatt is on the phone with Fiona, and he's, like, describing the band, and he says, like, TLC with two white chicks. So I don't think about... So now knowing that Left Eye was supposed to be in it, that is kind of weird that he said that. And when did Left Eye die, right? Yeah, that's weird. 2001? 2000? She- no, I feel like she was later, like, maybe four. Left. <laughs> 2002. 2002. Okay, wow. so like a yeah. year and ten days, like after mm-hmm. this year, right. it's creepy. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so yeah, she just would have been too cool. This I movie think, was also released two weeks before 9/11. Sorry, that's crazy. I just think that whole like that time was a bad frame, time for movies. For, I think from 2000 to like 2003, yeah, was just a really bad. Time frame. I don't know. There was a lot going on around then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do do do. TLC with two white chicks. Or what else did he say? Like Christina, like three Christina Aguileras, but one is really tan. Which. He said that. He said that. Oh, wow. I didn't hear that. Rachel Lee Cook doesn't look like. Okay. Um, (laughs) So Fiona shows government officials the layer. This happens. This definitely happens. Facebook, Russia. Illuminati. Oh, yeah. They're controlling oh, yeah. our thoughts. They are selling us... Amazon. <laughs> things we don't need. Yes. Um, so, Eugene Levy. Is that that guy's real name? I think so. Yes, as himself. Is the infomercial... They give, like, an infomercial explanation. Exposition dump, basically. Of, we are controlling the youth and deciding what they think is cool and selling them stuff in music basically is what he was his little spiel was right yes exactly <laughs> okay <laughs> and um the, 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 well sorry the movie the little movie thingy like that was another like definite period thing because like jurassic park did that too there were a few other movies i can't they do that with the movie inside the movie the you know what I'm talking about? The little, yeah, the exhibition. This is a video. I, these little infomercials inside. Yeah, Get Out did that as well. Man. I didn't see oh, the one for yeah. Get Out. Huh? I didn't see that infomercial thing for Get Out. Oh, and Get Out when he's tied to the when he's tied to the chair. Oh yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, yes, okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So then they go to this recording studio and they are doing their first song. Um. All of these outfits have looked great. I think they had Tara Reid and like. Tara Reid was wearing these impossible outfits where, like, the the shirts were not crop tops, but so much of her stomach was showing. Like, and it's, like, the lower part of the stomach, and the pants are so low. Yeah, there was one part where you could see a little butt crack. No, really? <laughs> like, they were full shirts, almost. Like, They're, like, yeah. bikinis, if, if anything. Yeah, like, they went, they went a little bit below the belly button. But so much stomach was yeah. showing. <laughs> so yeah, but so much was showing because mm-hmm. pants were um, so low. Then <laughs> she also never had sleeves. She never had sleeves. Also, talk. There's somewhere within these couple scenes that we're talking about. Um, Alan Cumming says something about um, a ten year reunion, and I think that was a reference to Romeo and Michelle. <gasps> talking about referencing other movies. Oh yeah, because he's in that. Okay, he, he, he's he's like. Yeah, because he said something about, like, he, and then he rolled his eyes, like, having to wait till your 10-year re- reunion to be recognized or something. Oh, my gosh. Something. I wish I could catch all the references, but I I know they're over my head. Um, so then they have this Mega Sound 8000 thing 
machine. And they're like, how does that work? Well, why don't you guys like play something? Yeah. So they give they give yeah. a little bit. Uh, three small words, you know, tease the girls. And um, then he plays it back for them. And I don't know, it sounded the same to us, but like, <laughs> I guess it was their first time hearing themselves record it. And so, yeah. and then I guess it also has the track underneath because um, they're talking about all this stuff they want to buy now. You know, Tara Reid wants a Big Mac, even though she's a vegetarian. Uh, Rosario Dawson wants Reebok. She wants that new Beyonce. Is that Reebok? Adidas. And a Diet Coke. <laughs> a Diet Coke, something like that. They want everything. Um, and so now they start, he has them, okay, well, let's shoot something. So they start recording their album or a song. I don't know. They start recording a song and music videos. And now there's a photo shoot montage and sold out shows. And then when that, and there was like a part where it says like Barrymore Diaz and Lou are going to play them in a movie. And it's like, but. Okay, who's Lucy Liu? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and then, like, they wake up from the montage or whatever. I don't know, wake up. They snap out of the montage, and uh, Josie's like, isn't this weird that it's only been one week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and self-awareness. Wyatt takes the phone out, and he's, like, ready to, to kill them, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but then, like... And then there you go, they're all good. So they're they're fine, they're saved. Um, and then they see their bullies. Their bullies are obsessed with them. Their bullies are obsessed. Oh yeah, they come to the I, I was like, how did they find out their that's creepy. How find out their hotel room or whatever. <laughs> they like come dressed dressed like them. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And okay. And then so now um Tara Reed gets out of her McDonald's printed shower. And if you're happy and you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and her mirror says, beware Sorry. of the music. And she's like so freaked out. And then she adds a smiley face. In Makes her heart. a smiley face. <laughs> That's better. Um, and now Josie in her leopard dress with the cleavage to the belly button pretty much. And uh, that guy brings her a pizza, Alan M. L&M. Yeah. And she's getting ready to go to Fiona's party, her party. I love that dress. I want that dress. It's really it nice. so hot. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, what is it about the back? Like in the, in 2000s movies, they're like trying to make backs like the new sexy thing. Because, you know, like in um, in uh, A Walk to Remember, he's like giving her a back tattoo. Butter, oh yeah, I like the little the little glitter. I like the little glitter sticker Josie had on her back. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was cute. That was cute. And it was like, don't fall in love with me, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like doing her dress and like looking at her back, and he's like, oh, it goes all the way down here. I don't know. What it was supposed to be. Um, so yeah, he does her. He does her dress up, and uh, they go to. Oh, she's going to this party, and he invites her to something tomorrow. But then uh, uh, Wyatt comes back and he's like cock blocking her pretty much. He's like, no, you're busy this time and this time and that time. No, she can't go. So then they go to Fiona, Fiona's house and her room. It's so cute. Her room is so pink. And that photo on the wall. Yes. <laughs> yes. She's like, let's chill. And I don't, I don't know what the, what the point was. I guess she's like trying to bond with them and like be... Well, I guess I know now knowing the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she's trying to like have friends, I guess. <laughs> but Be friends fair. she can control. I'm not sure. <laughs> so just I 
This movie isn't one of those where she was secretly fat a long time ago, right? Because what were they doing? No, she had, she she had, had the list. list. Okay, okay. Well, I'm glad they never had this, like, secret fat story. They do that a lot. But um, she was weird about food, so I don't know. I guess that was just a fashion. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was that was weird, huh? The chip thing when she was like the chip thing, and then like, what's your weight? I'm three pounds lighter than you. I wasn't sure. That seemed like something that would be like, oh, she was she used to be. I think it was just like vapid, right? Like, okay, that world maybe. Yeah, like just kind of yeah, putting that on the Psycho- psychotic, mm-hmm. you know. Because you think about that time too, it shit. was like skinny girl shit. Like it's just like real skinny girl shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Excuse me, I sneezed. Oh, I'm sorry, you can edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) And she, she like has um, her lisp like comes out a little bit. Uh, What the lisp probably hasn't aged well, or I don't know really what to think about the lisp. What do you think? Wait, what do you mean? Oh, you mean like, well. Yeah, I feel like movies nowadays would not put it someone. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Because with speech impediments, a lot of it sometimes goes to mental disabilities as well. So I feel like that's kind of delicate area it's to make fun of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we'll go on. All right. So, yeah. So she's she's weirding out the Josie and the, Josie and the Pussy Gouts. Blah, blah. She's weirding out the girls um, by being weird. And <laughs> um, they they go back to the party and they're like, you know, she's just, I don't I don't trust her. She sucks, basically, and they are, Fiona and Wyatt are watching them on CCTV, and they decide they want Val and Mel out because they're asking too many questions, basically. Um, And so Alan, M, and Josie... Put those kitty cats to sleep. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Alan, M, and Josie, the next day, are, like, hanging out at the mall, and he invites her to his gig... And then fans start chasing her. Josie has on like six inch heels this whole movie. I liked those translucent heels. Yeah, the stripper yeah, heels. School in the aquarium. Mm-hmm. The one where she <laughs> fell. She falls in them later. I think. I think the same. Yeah. Queer heels. She does have heels on all the time. I know. Like it's not punk rock, but you know, do what you do. <laughs> um. So she's like, she gives like you know, insecure speech. Oh, they they she the fans chase them and then she's in this like um aquarium spot or whatever with like big fish. Um and <laughs> she gives her speech, you know, she's insecure basically and he like lifts her up or whatever um with his words, not physically. And then they like almost kiss, but then there's like an underwater paparazzi, I don't know. Um and, you know, ruins the moment. So now Val is noticing that Josie is, like, the face of everything. She's on the Coke can. She's on the magazine. She's on this. She's everywhere. It's Josie, 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 you know? Um, so why it? Josie, Josie, Josie. <laughs> I was thinking that. Senses this. <laughs> and he tells Val and Mel that there's a private, t- or there's a TRL interview for just them. Did you watch TRL? Yeah, I so love TRL. I, I only did it like friends' houses. I don't no, think my mom let me watch MTV. I watched TRL. I, I watched. Um, <laughs> what's the What's the one with Lala? Lala. Someone with Lala on BT, mm. where they play like the hip hop um, 
music videos. I didn't know she had one. What? Screams. Hang on, I need to know this. <laughs> Lala music video. 106 in, 106 in Park. Yeah, I watched 106 in Park. Um, Val and Mal. Oh, no. Okay, yeah. Val and Mal are going to go to this TRL show. And uh, he Wyatt says that, like, Alan's show has been canceled. And he gives her a CD um, to listen to. Was this a CD of her songs? I wasn't really sure. Yeah, I thought it was hers. Okay, it was, like, her ballads. And he's like, listen to these ballads? Or do you know? Cause I yeah, guess, I guess so. Yeah, I thought it was it like, yeah, I thought it was her album. Yeah, yeah. She's about to go solo. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. So just kind of hearing what the final product sounds like, or what they will record. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Like final product. Hmm. So Val and Mel, they go to their <laughs> fake TRL show, and they they there's a he's from who he's from Matt TV. Yeah. Okay. Aries is his name, right? Aries Spears. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. What else is he in? Let me see. Matt. Okay, just Matt TV. I, I liked him. Yeah, I liked him on Matt TV. Yeah. So too. he's like, I'm Carson Daly. Yeah. What's up? So and then Carson Daly. Carson Daly. Does Carson show Daly's up. head is so big. It's huge. <laughs> it's freaking huge. <laughs> he was a DJ. Did, I also think I feel like that might have been a reference to real life. Uh, another one, because if I remember correctly, I think Terry did date Carson Daly for a little Real, that You know when Melody is like, right. if you weren't trying to kill me, you'd be... Oh, sorry, I skipped a little bit. Then they whipped out baseball bats. They're like, you're not here for me. They were engaged. <laughs> or, oh, okay. Oh. And then they split in 1999. Oh, that's weird that they worked together afterwards, but okay. How did I know that? Look at his big head. That's so cute. Yeah. Big old head. And then Jennifer Love Hewitt. That's a big head. Huge. He looks like the Family Guy guy. Oh, he does. Yes. Yeah, Who also um, looks like the, the Fire Festival guy. Okay. So Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, they tried to violently kill them with baseball bats. I was like, that's a little extreme for this movie. Like, right? That's such a painful, brutal <laughs> I know. Way to yeah, that. right. But it's, like, perfect because what else would they have done? A knife would have been scarier. A baseball bat is, like, just ridiculous enough because they're not going to show us that, really. A knife would be yeah. bloody and... I don't know. A baseball bat would be bloody. Beat your head in. It would be bloody, but it would never get that far, if that makes sense. Like, one swipe of a knife. Like, we're not. (laughs) Oh, okay. I see. It makes a knife is a little more dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. You can kind of have fun with the baseball bat. Yeah, because it's goofy. But they could have gotten even more cartoony. I don't know. Like, you know. They could have, yeah. Indiana Jones level, like, I don't know. Things rolling at them. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Or like the Flintstones. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. I, I always get nervous when Shane, sometimes I'll say shit on here and Shane no, I like that. Like the, anything sorry. at all. I'm always like, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, oh, oh. I was having 8,000 thoughts. What I was thinking of is, have you seen, I know Annie hasn't seen it, but have you seen um, Coyote Ugly? I loved Coyote Ugly. Is there a scene where he takes her to something similar to this and there's like, I, I always like confuse that. Is there a scene where they're like, they see all these like, uh, fake. I think there is a scene where he has like fake people up because she's afraid of she's afraid of performing in front of people. Oh, so he's like has all these poster boards up, and it's I think that's where they end up doing it. Doing it. I'm I'm eleven. You sure that's not save the last dance? 
No, they never did like cutouts of people and save the last dance. Just kidding. <laughs> yes, what? yes, here it is. Oh, I looked up. I looked up Coyote Ugly sex scene, and it was like graphic porn. So that was not what I was really looking for. But oh god, yes, there's a scene where she has all these cutouts, and I'm pretty sure that became before this movie. Yes, you'd love Coyote Ugly. I need to watch it. Let me see what year. But Coyote I think I'll Ugly wait till we do an episode on it. Coyote Ugly is. 2000, so it definitely came up before, and yes, they did that. Okay, it makes sense. It makes sense. So basically, in the scene, she's like, she's a singer, and she's like, mm-hmm. she gets stage fright or whatever, and so she like likes this Australian guy, and he's like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna like make sh- make your stage fright go away. So he has all these cutouts of like famous people, and then she okay. has to like perform in front of them. So that's why I think it ties into this movie. In this essay. When you say she, like, is that <laughs> is that Tyra Banks? I wish. No, it's some girl called Piper Parabo. Oh, I like Piper Parabo. What else is she in? Cheaper by the Dozen? <laughs> Cheaper by the... I do like Cheaper by the Dozen. Oh, I loved that movie. I mean, Ashton Kutcher, Hilary Duff. Cheaper by the Dozen Martin. and Cheaper by the Dozen, too. She's the mom? Or... Oh, no, she's from she's Dallas. sister. She's from oh, Dallas. She, oh, she seems like a Dallas girl. That makes sense. She's in some movie called White Boys with a Z. Uh, oh, dear. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> White Boys with Too a Z. Too sure. And also Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Yes. So, now let's get back to, to business. All right. So they do this, and then Mel and Val escape, right? And Josie's being brainwashed while it's happening. Oh, yeah, Carson said, like, if I wasn't a key player in this conspiracy to brainwash the youth of America, we could totally date. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't happen, though. Yeah. And then so, okay, they go back to see Josie, and they're like, dude, we almost died. And she's like, she... She tells them, you know, I'm the I'm the leader of this band, and and you guys are just backup or whatever. And then she says, like, who's a rock star, but in a mean way. Uh, yeah, oh, she <laughs> yeah, it's mean. And Valerie cries. I know. And she told Mel that uh, puppies turn into dogs and dogs die. Oh. <laughs> she said no. <laughs> And later on, we learned that that Val had hands, so she's lucky Val didn't beat her up. Um, Now we have a sad montage. Everybody's sad. Sad. The hot manager is sad because he can't buy um, jeans that match his shirt. Um, But everybody else is sad for better reasons. But Josie's wearing this (laughs) sick-ass cheetah suit with, like, no undershirt. It's just a one button, and the belly's out. So cute. And I want that suit too. I want it. Cool. I need it. Yes, <laughs> the clear acrylic heels. Um, and she eats pavement. She falls <laughs> listening to this. Uh, she's listening to the brainwash music, and then she falls, and she sees the CD, or she sees on um, her picture of her two friends, and she's she's upset. And so then they go to. She gets. Well, she, 
she figures it out, right? I wrote down, she just figures it out, like, just right by dropping the CD player. It's like she has that moment of, like, <gasps> they're controlling us. Yeah, like, I guess, did she hit her head? I thought she hit her head, and that's kind of, like, oh, knocked some sense into her. Oh, okay. Well, she saw the picture of them. I think that kind of made her be like, oh. And but I don't, I don't remember. Friends. I don't remember how she like figured it out. But she like she 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 said something as weird as she said something as weird weird with the CD. So she gets the manager and that other girl, and they go back to that machine, and they're like, uh, they take out all the other track. Well, can you do that to a CD? You need like the original track, yeah. no? I don't know. But she um, <laughs> she she finds the. The movie phone guy, <laughs> his subliminal message, basically, saying that she's awesome and they suck and blah, 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 and she's Beyonce. Heath Ledger is the new Matt Damon. <laughs> I, I love think, that line. I feel like Beyonce in this movie would have been too on the nose. She probably would have said no. <laughs> well, I feel like Beyonce couldn't have played Val. Okay, yeah. She just could not have played Val. She would, yeah, she would have to be Josie. Ooh. She's a leader. <laughs> she cannot not be number one. I just can't imagine it like tonally fitting. Although I guess True. Beyonce yeah, no, was in Austin saying. Powers and she did do like that this kind of comedy. I don't know if it's the same, but it's that 2000s. She was 19 comedy. when she did Austin Powers. Oh my God. That's what I just Wait, no, mom, I thought like, she just was, posted. I thought she was or 19 20? when she did uh, Carmen. Oh my god. Okay, so when are we doing Carmen Hip Hop Because she was out rapping everybody. Pretty much only Little Bow Wow was like at the same level as her. Let's add it to the list. (laughs) Little Bow Wow rapping circles around grown men in a jail cell. Why was he in jail with grown men? (laughs) He was 11. Anyways, so, like, what did he do? (laughs) He did something terrible. Okay, she falls. No, no, no. We're past that. She, yeah, she goes to the she. <laughs> she goes to the machine. She just keeps falling and falling and falling. <laughs> she finds the hidden layer, and she's like, "Oh my god, we have to show them this." So she's gonna move the big machine, <laughs> but of course it's not moving because it's three thousand pounds. Um, and Fiona comes in. She's like, "It's over." Um, so then Carson is in a hand sling. And he is talking about, oh, there's big Josie concerts coming up. You have to wear these special headphones. And the concert's revving up, but everybody's held hostage. And I feel like it was something like, if Josie doesn't go on and perform, they were going to kill Val and Mel and play that footage or whatever, the pre-filmed footage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, then... It looked like an accident. Yeah. Du- up in a car. Du jour shows up, or that one guy shows up with three men and cat. <laughs> and, and a squirrel. <laughs> a squirrel. Don't forget the squirrel was in the cast on the guy's arm. What? Oh, the monkey. Oh, wasn't the monkey? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the tail. What's squirrel? Okay. <laughs> so then there's these fight scenes Josie versus Fiona, Val versus Wyatt, and, and Mel versus. Ninjas? Who is she fighting? <laughs> yeah, right. Where did they come <laughs> These from? random ninjas. Um, that but goes, they all had hands. That goes over. They had hands. So why haven't we seen them earlier? Like cause some of this, like there was too much, too much of the talking. We should have just gotten straight to fighting. Um, uh, and then, like, we find out that the main reason behind the the government benefit reason was that Fiona just wants everyone to think that she's cool. 
And yes. then something white ass Wally. White. <laughs> white has albinism. That's not. It shouldn't be funny. I'm sorry. I sidebar. I've never met a white albino person. Right. I didn't know that happens. Okay. Does that happen, Annie? Uh. Have you heard of that? Well. Yeah, no, I, when they, yeah, like, they're, yeah, they're, I think, they're just, Let's like, look this up, wait, that might be terrible. Are all albinos African-American? Okay, it affects, albinism affects people of all ethnic backgrounds. Um, prevalence varies. It's the highest overall in people of sub-Saharan African descent. So it's higher for black people? Is that mm-hmm. what you're getting? Yeah, but Sub-Saharan it can happen. Africa? Okay. Because I'm like, I've never seen that. They're just pale. Okay. Like, me, super pale, I guess. Let me go back. Is he black? Like, what are we... <laughs> and he, like, is he was so white past. Is that what he says? Guy. That he's albino? He, yeah, he yeah, he says he's, he's albino. albino. Oh. And fat. Oh, I guess I was too busy laughing at the white-ass white Wally. White-ass Wally. I mean, I know a lot of white-ass Wallys who aren't albino. Like, yeah, exactly. They just don't see the sun. She, um, yeah. A lot of them live in England, okay? Like, so, um, Lisa, her name's Lisa. Fiona's name is Lisa. And they went to school together, okay, and they're now in love them. It's dumb, but it works. Um, then the government comes, and this is so spot on. The government comes, and they're like, you have to arrest them because they are doing this big conspiracy. And they're like, they what? Oh, my God, let's get them. So, like, we, we said it was the ultimate, and I oop. And they had to, like, go and, like, cover it immediately. So they go, and they um, they take the fall, White-Ass Wally and, and Lisa, Lesbian Lisa. Uh, is that another Feel? left eye lo- lo- uh, left eye reference? What's happening? Mm-hmm. Um, I have feelings for the manager because this is where he gets naked, pretty much. And then Josie, it's the it's the concert. <gasps> Alan says, like "Oh my god, he was really cute." Um, oh my god! <laughs> nothing but the blue guitar. What? Let me look him up. What's his name? Oh, they're brother and sister. The manager? Alexander and Alexandra. He has my birthday! Wow. Oh, he looks, still looks really good. Yeah. Ooh, and he's He got sporty. some muscles. <laughs> he's Canadian. <laughs> okay, he's I in Royal Pains. Maybe I'll watch Royal Pains. I don't think he's a lead guy. <laughs> he's hands. Look at his profile. And this was his second movie. Oh, he hasn't done a lot of things. His name is Paolo. Dr. Paolo. Paolo. Three. Really? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm in love. He has my birthday. <gasps> oh, my gosh. The love I have in my heart. Is he married? No. No. 40. Wow. That's a good age. <laughs> <laughs> He paid. Oh, oh he played God. Joey Tribbiani's brother in in the Joey spinoff. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, Alan loves Josie, and he like. We were talking about when. 
Okay, this is much better, but we were talking about when, uh, uh, what's his name, ran up on Cardi during her state, her set and like brought her all those flowers and like, was being annoying. But, like, this is much better because he's like, I love you, and then I'm also going to give you your space to perform. <laughs> Even though I'm not a great, as, as great of an artist as you are, I'm going to watch you from the sidelines. And he was excited and supportive. Yes. Yes. Okay, ready for the ratings? All right, so yes, our rating scale is called Rating to Exhale, and we rate movies one out of, well, we have 10 categories, and we rate them one out of 10. Total score possible is 100, um, and then we average them out between us. What Did you say what yours is? Uh, mine is 90. Oh, wait, let me do this math. Wow! Oh, I know, damn. It's, like it's either 80, 85 or 90. Are you sure? Well, that because like I, I changed one, so the LGBT, uh-huh. I had it at a seven and I put it to a five. So that would have, if I kept it at a seven, it would have made it a 90. I changed it to a five that brought it down to an 85. Do you want me to do that? 85? So let's do it at 85, yeah. Okay, 85. And then I'll just edit this out. Wow, we have very varying scores today. And that's very interesting. <laughs> okay, but the average is basically my my score. <laughs> so let's get into this. So um, female representation. So do you think women were represented like as whole beings and not just like slaves to men? Um, I gave it an eight. Uh, I think we have three women are the lead and the love story is the backstory. Um or not the backstory, but it's not even like a big part of the story. The the, the main goal is friendship, so I gave it an eight. <laughs> yeah, I gave it a seven. Okay, I gave it a ten. Ah. I feel like this is an all girls movie. You know, we have a girl band. This is pretty much the female version of Blink One Eighty Two. Hey, we have Yay. a female writer and director. You know, this is two. This is a duo, male female duo. They wrote it. They directed it. And I think, you know, set designer is a woman, you know, like there's a lot going on here with just that female energy. I definitely just, yeah, I like the 10. I feel like if there's anything that's going to represent woman whole, like as a whole, I think this did a good job. Yeah. Um, Even though she's so cute, I took points off because they made Melody so dumb. Yeah, because they made the dumb. She's not necessarily that, she's not necessarily that dumb in the old cartoon. (laughs) Yeah, no, they don't. Yeah. But you, I think like that's that was two thousand two humor, though. I feel. Uh, yeah, no, totally, totally. Yeah, and she's yeah. so like she's so cute and lovable still. But I just I was like mm, seven. But this, I mean, this <laughs> is kind I, of like I agree. making fun of itself, and that's why totally. I compared it to Amanda Seyfried's um, character in Mean Girls because she didn't have to be as stupid as she was. But she took the role and rocked it, and it's like you still kind of saw her as a character and not like, oh, she's just the stupid one. True, you know, like true. When I saw yeah. Tara Reid looking at the puppies, I didn't like want to say, like, oh, she's the stupid one, and that's what she likes. I'm just like, yeah, that hurt her feelings because she's passionate, she's passionate about animals. puppies don't grow old. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> okay, POC representation. Do the POC any of them get like full fleshed out stories? Are they full people? I gave it a three because we only really had okay. We had Donald Faison in the beginning. We have Rosario, who's a big who's a big part of the movie, and maybe Ari Spears. I and think everybody else was huh. And Babyface. 
I don't remember seeing But I don't face. remember him, yeah. But he was he produced the soundtrack. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm this just is, saying this is as just a four. So this is like just on screen. These Okay. These four. Okay. And then like that one. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. And then the off screen <laughs> diversity is like behind the scenes. Okay. Yeah. So it does say Babyface did have a cameo. So somewhere in there, Babyface is there, you're right. <laughs> yeah. But I'll stick with my three. Yeah. I give it a three as well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause what'd you give it? Oh, I gave it an eight. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then LGBT representation. I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I gave it a one because I, I I think that the manager was on the queer spectrum somehow. And I for a long time I thought why it was, but I guess not at the end, so I don't know. So I, I give it a zero. Yeah. I gave it a Because there's no like outright they wrote in. <laughs> what do you think? A queer character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I gave it a five. Like I said, um, I was very generous with my scoring because I just felt like, Who do you even think was gay? though it wasn't like, oh, this person is gay. Okay. But the, it, you know, just think about the beginning song. That is about <laughs> butt sex. Like we are talking about homosexual sex that here, is true. regardless. Like true. Okay, maybe I should so, rethink my. Um, I just felt like. <laughs> Uh, girls can have fun sex too, sorry. Well, yeah, no, uh, but, uh, but if you think about it, they just made it seem like there was like this homosexual undertone. No, of course. No, the, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And he said, no, I'm just, I'm just being a nitpicky. She said, I, I too it. can love through the head. I enjoy it. It's oh, fine. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dolphins That is a really good point, what? though. Dolphins have butt sex. I don't know. Do they have butts? They do? Dolphins don't have butts. <laughs> if you can poop, you have a butt. <laughs> That's not always... Is it true? But dolphins poop. They don't have... They don't bend. I feel like a butt, you need to have a bend. And they don't have... Let's go on. So, uh, off screen... No, body type representation. So, like, were, were other bodies besides just skinny shown? Um... Or skinny and able-bodied shown. Um, we're not going to count the speech impediment or the albinism because they're making fun of Well, I'm not going to count it because they're making fun of it. So yeah, that's no, not like no, a positive no. representation to me. I gave it a zero. I gave it a zero. <laughs> what do you think? I gave it an eight. Okay. Because, first of all, Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson is a, is a she, tad bit thick. She, I want to say, I would say she's a full-figured woman. Only in the way that she's not like, oh, I have these big boobs and these hips and this tiny waist. She kind of just has, like, she's just this, she enjoys her body, you can mm-hmm. tell, and it's very natural in the way where, like, she's not trying to meet some standard of, like, what you should be shaped yeah, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. She so, looks so good, bro. She yeah, looks so she looks really good. And I just think, like, you know, the guy at the end, I mean, they were kind of making fun of it, but he's like, oh, I've been holding this in. But I just feel like, you know, oh, as far as like, oh, yes, I just feel like, you know, there were all shapes and sizes in the movie. Overall, it's not like yeah. this movie that's like, I'm this and I'm this and this is what we stand for. It's just like any person can watch it. Anybody can enjoy it. True. I would say, though, for with the guy with the tummy at the end, that was definitely prosthetics, right? That wasn't Alan Cumming. I don't know. Yeah. Because usually we mean like, we, usually we use that for like, do, are the actors different mm-hmm. sizes? Not to, Alan Cumming, I'm pretty sure, is really fit and stuff. Um, 
Execution of the story, how well do you think it was written, the pacing, and the direction? I gave it an 8. I think this movie is really smart and everything moves really well. And I'm still really confused about the 53%. <laughs> well, we only got 62. I'm talking about the um, <laughs> the Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, Yeah. no, I'm saying our score was only a 62 between the yes, three of us. Yeah, That's not... but we, like, we judge on, like, we have a little, ours are different. And we have only yeah. 10 categories. <laughs> I feel like theirs must be really, my, yeah. you know. Uh, my enjoyability is super high. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is, I think, only what they what they base theirs on, enjoyability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. they don't give a damn about diversity. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. What did you think I, for um, off? Wait. Did you skip one? For execution. I think I skipped off. Oh, we did. Okay, well, let's do, let's do execution. So what do you think for execution? No. Oh, uh, me? Uh-huh. Um, I, I gave it a seven. Awesome. Yeah. I can't remember exactly why. Well, yeah, I mean, the, that, that just that one little part, and I did talk about it when she was like, when, like, she just automatically figured out the brainwashing. Like, it was... Yeah, I feel like... I was like, okay. Uh, I think it made sense. I just don't remember what happened. <laughs> yeah. It was just a little rushed. It was it very was fast, rushed. yeah. But... Yeah. yeah. But but, it, but still, I love this movie. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I gave it a 10. Yes! <laughs> yes. across the bow. Um, yes. <laughs> across the bow. Yeah, I just think it was a fun story. It was at a good pace. The music was good. The fashion was awesome. The set design was great. It was really consistent. Yeah. Okay, let's go back to the the category I skipped. Off-screen diversity. So that means, like, women in POC, behind the scenes, uh, making things happen. Um, There was actually a lot going on in this movie. Uh, There were a lot of women. Babyface was behind the scenes. Well, and in that one cameo I I missed. But he, you said he had a lot of hands in the music? Yeah, he produced the soundtrack. I love it. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's awesome. So (laughs) I gave it a five, but now I'm wondering... If that's too low, but I don't want to throw off the rest of the math, so I'm going to stay with my five. Because we have a I female... Give it a four. Yeah, we have a female director, or, you know, she's had Co-director, a co-director. Co-director, director, female director, and um, writer. And then we have a... Definitely the costume and the set design was done by women. I think the art direction as well. But other than that, there's a lot of white men uh, yeah. pulling a lot of strings here. Yeah. All the all the like parts with like or, or yeah all the crew or I don't know like producer like all the money holding whatever was men yeah mm-hmm. so um, I gave it an eight gave it eight yes. <laughs> love it okay cast performances how well did the how well was the acting to you guys I gave it an eight we usually we try to be um we I don't know if we've given a lot of tens. We try to like. I got an eight on cast performance. Okay, okay. Yeah. I gave it an eight. Like, <laughs> but like eight is really high to me. Yeah, like, no, I think that's really high. Did, yeah. I think mm-hmm. everyone did really, really strong. Like mm-hmm. the 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 cheese was just the right amount of cheese, mm-hmm. and it was like on. It was called for and mm-hmm. appropriate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave it a seven, but I feel like I should have given it an eight. <laughs> I agree. I, I, know, I agree that it was just the right amount of cheese. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. Stylistic choices, music, costume, cinematography. I gave it a 10. A I 10 love the me. looks. These <laughs> looks still look so good. Uh, they still look so good. Yeah, absolutely. I gave it a 9, and I don't know why. <laughs> 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 going to hell. <laughs> Tough critic. <laughs> and yourself? 
<laughs> I gave it a 10. Yes, okay. Um, films, politics, morals. Does this movie age well? Is it executed responsibly? Um, I gave it a... Oh, shoot. You forgot? I skipped that. No! I I was wondering why you were so low. I gave it a... I gave it a 10, um, because I think, like, the point of the movie is, uh, the government's trying to control what you think. Yeah. And friendship is... Yeah. And and girl power, you know, that's the the message of this story. Um, Your friends over everybody. Yeah. I would say that now that I was talking about the albinism and the speech impediment, maybe that hasn't aged very well, but, you know, I'll stay by my 10. I, I wrote it down in red ink. What do you think? Yeah, I gave it a 10. 10. The government's out there I'll, doing bad things and love your friends. I'll I'll give it a 10, too, so add 10 points. And wear animal print, not fur. And there we go. <laughs> Enjoyability, a 10. I love ten. it. I bought it. I didn't I rent it. I bought it because I want to watch it again and again and again. <laughs> yes. All right, so... Did you have another score to add, Annie? Yeah, she said add 10 yeah, so, points to Yeah, it. add points, yeah. Okay, well, I've already averaged this. Sorry. But Annie gave it a 50. I skipped a category. Um, November gave it a 90. I gave it a 63. Y'all can average that out yourself, but it's going to be higher than what I wrote out, which is 62.6. It's going to be higher than that. Um, and that was our show this week. Um, thank you, November, for coming in. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. Our <laughs> first exciting. our first female guest. Yes. I will be back for, for Death Becomes Death Her. Becomes her. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. We'll be back next time with a new pair of movies. In the meantime, please follow, rate, review, subscribe, and share the show. Let us know how you felt about the movies. See you next time. Bye.